in five, <laughs> four, three, two. Guys, we're smiling. Coming up next, international rugby talk with Lewis, Pengelly, and McCarthy. Brought to you by Friends of the British Council. Everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City, talking rugby, and we're taking it into international waters with Mr. Steve Lewis, our dashing Scot- Scotsman, and our debonair Englishman, Mr. Martin Pengelly of the Guardian U.S. Uh, gentlemen, we've got international tests, including Team USA playing in Houston against uh, your Scottish team that you've made excuses for in other segments. Plus, we've got some other key uh, matches across the globe. And so let's get right to it. Yeah, so a, a packed calendar last weekend in international rugby. But before we get to that, we really have to discuss the biggest result in international sport last weekend. Sunday, Rayburn Place in Edinburgh, Scotland, the forces of good and light defeated England at cricket. One day international for the first time ever. Anyway, moving along, moving <laughs> along, moving along. And that's why I don't like cricket. Rugby-wise, Southern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere, resounding victories for Southern Hemisphere, 3-zip. Australia paid to Ireland's um, uh, eight-run undefeated uh, test match run. England in a fantastic game. I I watched this game. It was the best game of rugby I've seen in a long, long, long time. Um, Got pipped at the post by South Africa. So that's five in a row for them. I'm sure Martin will have some comments about Eddie. Argentina lost at home to Wales, so surprising. And the way we've got to start looking at this now, who's in the Eagles group in the, in the World Cup? We've got a horrendous group. We've got England, we've got France, and we've got Argentina. So we should start looking at those fixtures going forward. Um, Scotland got by an average, uh, not an average Scotland side, but a, a relatively inexperienced Scotland side got past a pretty poor Canadian side, 48-10 in Edmonton. They're going to be a little stronger this week. They're probably going to save the strongest team for the Argentina test. But you're going to see a stronger Scotland team in Houston. Um, so back to Martin. Back to me. We can either discuss cricket, England 5 0, their five, five match losing run, or Eddie Jones arguing can, about pinotage with South African fans. I know what we're Up not going to gonna talk about. We're not going to talk about cricket. And this, I'm not going to talk about I cricket. Got the bell, I got the bell re- at the ready in case anybody mentions cricket again. Go ahead, Martin. No cricket. Five match run, as I told uh, Mr. Lewis earlier, it, the Barbarians game is like, and this is an English reference, counting. General studies as a real A-level, which it isn't. The Barbarians game doesn't count. It's a four-match run losing, which is, of course, still bad, but, you know, Lewis needs to be put into his box. Would it have counted if it was a win? No. Okay. A proper game. I mean, did they award award caps? They may have done, because caps are given out with, like, confetti these days, but it's not a proper test match. That's not one to count. It doesn't actually matter, because four losses in a row is serious. England are in a bit of a hole. I'm interested in um, the altitude question. Ellis Park and for Bloemfontein again this weekend. There's debate about how you should prepare to play there if you're not from there, whether you should be there for a week or whether you should fly up 24 hours before a game, neither of which England did. They turned up on the Thursday, and some people said they got it wrong, and that's why they were, use a technical rugby f- uh, phrase, blowing out their asses at the end of the game and, and lost. I will make for an interesting sound effect in the post-production with Johnny Lewis. It will, yes. I'm sure he's probably got a, a specialized cushion. Uh, available, but but you know you should have written about. I blame this on you. I I put this the blame on you on this because 
Your Denver Broncos play in a high altitude, and you've seen their opposition come in there and get smoked because they weren't prepared for the altitude. You should have written an article about this and, and posted well, it, and Eddie Jones would have known. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I've, what I was also interested there was a reference earlier in the program to um, the effect of the air when people go to play in Glendale. I'd like to know whether it's true, because it, it seemed to me to have receded as an issue in pro rugby in the amateur days, like when England were there in E4, the last amateur tour. That was a big issue that people talked about. You had to be ready to play at altitude. The Lions in 97, I can remember, went up to Bloemfontein to play the Free State on the day and played the best, still, I think, the best performance any British or Irish team has ever put in. It's gone away as an issue, as if people think of pro athletes, it doesn't affect them. And as soon as that happened to England on Saturday, the English press came out and said they've screwed up on the altitude. I don't know what's, what's, what's true about playing at altitude. I'd like to know. I think it's a very interesting issue. Did Eddie Jones get it wrong or is it irrelevant? I think Jones so, is never wrong, right? Steve, go ahead. I think it's irrelevant. So having lived at altitude in Vale for 10 years, 8,500, and then lived in Denver for 10 years after that, um, you're right. The distinctions between amateur and pro teams. Pro teams, not an excuse. Two theories. One is to fully acclimatize to altitude, you have to go in and it takes three weeks. That's impossible in the modern tour and the modern game. So the, the, the prevailing theory in modern teams is that you go in the day before and you get on with it. Uh, and the, you should be fit, you should be able to deal with it. So England didn't, cl- didn't use it as an excuse. So it, to me, non-issue these days with yeah. pro teams. I think it, I, I'm not, wasn't Psychological. Saying, I wasn't saying England used it as an excuse, yeah. but the press were keen to, they, not as an excuse, they were keen to use it as a bat to hit Eddie Jones with because he's getting hit more often now. He's lost, he's lost five in a row. Four in a row. Oh, you're, you're not counting the, bo- the barbarians? Yeah. No. Okay. Like I said, it's like general studies. It's five. It's, it's five. It's five. The math is five. I'm objective. As, mu- as objective as an Irishman can be about England, I am saying. Yes. So, so another big issue. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the All Blacks-France game, but on the sighting, uh, there was a pretty bad incident. It didn't result in anything from the referee during the game, and it bizarrely wasn't cited after the game. It, were you, did you see any of that? or have yeah, It took me a opinion? long time to hunt it down. I didn't see it live because I was news editing. It took me time to actually hunt it down and find these incidents going on because um, it's a heavy charge to lay, to lay at, or, but when all blacks do things in New Zealand the coverage is different mm. right just go all blacks Thanks, in New bro. Zealand we'll be, we'll be back with all blacks in New Zealand and the things they get away with just after this no so all right so we are basically out of time unfortunately but Steve Couple of things. We got yeah. to we got to very quickly acknowledge uh, World Series is over in sevens. It finished in Paris last week. The U.S. finished uh, the season in sixth place. Um, perhaps a little disappointing, but they had a lot of injuries yeah. this year, so I, I think it's okay. They got um, some, you know, Mike Friday knows his stuff, and they'll, they'll be fine going into the World Cup in San Fran. Perry Baker's back at training; he'll be good to go. That's important. On the women's side of things, uh, they finished with a little momentum. They picked up in the last two tournaments. They finished fifth in the series, and so they are going into the World Cup looking perhaps a little sharper. So both teams, sixth and fifth, there or thereabouts, opportunity at the World Cup. Final point, ex-New York Athletic Club coach Billy Mallard, ex-director of uh, Rugby in America, Billy Mallard, has got another job today. He went from here to Connaught to Cardiff, and he's now director of rugby at Harlequins, so good luck to him. You are as polished as anybody I know with your segues. It's almost as polished as your wardrobe. I thank you, darling. You're welcome. You're welcome. Martin, any final points? I just want to put me in mind of a final point about um, the 7th series, which is that my two 
uh, most impressive moments of the, se- of the season were both perpetrated by Americans in the seven. So it was Perry Baker's try against Fiji. Thanks for the pitch, sort of drunk stagger one Crazy. to start with. Absolutely extraordinary. Can't get enough watching it. But also uh, Aleph Kelter for the women against Canada with the tackle, turnover, ruck and cry. Great stuff. Terms. Absolutely extraordinary stuff. And as Steve says, well placed for the World Cup. And it was nice to see Madison Hughes uh, back with, in the squad with Team USA. Um, but on that note, um, I want to, Steve, put the gun to you. Scotland visiting Houston to play Team USA. What's the result going to be? Uh, Scotland a win. What's the score? Tricky one. I think this is the best uh, Eagles team we've had in a long time. Um, both in terms of fitness, I think they'll hang in longer, probably to the 50-60 minute mark. I still think, depending on who the Scotland team they pick, hard to say without seeing the, the lineups. You just pick just Steve? Yeah. I, 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 Scotland should win by 15-20. 15-20, Martin? Uh, I hate to agree with Steve, because he's Scottish, but probably right. I think uh, Scotland, Townsend, any team Townsend coaches plays with pace, they've got depth. I think they'll be quick for the Eagles, but 15 points, the Eagles scoring a few too. I think that Team USA is going to knock off Scotland, the fat, beer-bellied, soft, fair-skinned sissies from Scotland are going to melt in the Houston night, and America is going to triumph by five points in a dramatic victory. That's, that's, uh, you hurt me the way you speak. <laughs> that's a racist and hurtful word. Yes, yes, because that's what we do here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and quick final thoughts. Uh, any any final question for you, Martin? Are you ticked off that uh, the Scotsman, Greg Townsend, is pilching Danny Wilson from Wasps after he left Cardiff to be his forwards coach? No. All right. Don't <laughs> hold back, Martin. Don't hold back. And on that note, we are out of time. And on behalf of my uh, colleagues, Mr. Steve Lewis and Mr. Martin Bengali, I'm Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City, signing off.